in season and out of season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Today is the conversion of St. Paul, Hallelujah. the 25th of January. You may hear it at another time. So we're going to preach on St. Paul today. I'm looking at Acts 7. While they were stoning Stephen, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he died, and Saul approved of their killing Stephen. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. The forgiveness of Stephen brought about the conversion of Paul. Who do you have to forgive? Who do I have to forgive? It can do wonders. Lord, do not count this sin against them. Then it continues. That day, a severe persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and made loud lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church by entering house after house, dragging off both men and women. He committed them to prison. He's not converted yet. But the forgiveness of Stephen brings about the conversion of Paul. How long do we have to say this? Forgiveness. We need to forgive. We need to forgive from our heart. We need not to count things against people. I have people that owe me so much money, but I have forgiven them. And I'm telling you, more than $100,000, I have forgiven them. And I say continue to forgive because it's all about forgiveness that brings about the power of God. It's all about forgiveness that brings about the mercy of God. It's forgiveness that brings healing onto your life. When God can trust you to forgive those who hurt you, He can trust you with a greater measure of His power, His love, and His anointing. Jesus said it from the cross. Jesus told us the Father cannot forgive us unless we can forgive others. Every time someone hurts us, you know what? It's a grace. It can be a grace because we get that opportunity to be like Christ, to be like Christ, to forgive those who've come against us. Chapter 9. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord Jesus, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any who belonged to the way, it was called the way at that time, not the church, but the way, men and women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. 
Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. It's such a kind of glory. It's the glory of God flashes around him. Thank you, Stephen, for what you did. Let's listen. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Well, he could have said, I don't know who you are. Who am I persecuting? When you persecute people of the way, the church, you persecute Christ. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. He was persecuting the church. He was persecuting the way. But Jesus identifies himself with us. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you will produce much fruit. Do you know today that you are part of the church today and that you're not called to quit? You're called to persevere. Do you know today that through the forgiveness of Stephen, Saul became a saint and the greatest preacher in the world? Do you know today that forgiveness does these things? I kind of like the way even better than the name of the church. He, Saul encountered Jesus. He, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. When Saul encountered the light, he knew that he knew the way and he walked in truth. Jesus, once you get filled with the light of Christ, in that light there's revelation, there is being born again, there's healing, there's power, there's love. We all walk in darkness until Jesus comes and fills us with his light to show us his path. Lord, light us up today. Light us up today like you lit up Saul. Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. He goes to the city, to a street called Straight Street. The men who were traveling with Saul stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. He was blind. For three days he'll be blind. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. He fasted. He met Jesus on the road to Damascus. Have you met Jesus? Have you encountered Jesus? That's what this broadcast is all about, encountering Jesus, growing in Jesus, being united to Jesus, seeing Jesus heal people. Have you encountered Jesus? Saul encountered him 
on the Damascus Road while he was putting people in prison because they were part of the way. Have you encountered Jesus? You say, I don't feel him now. Well, I'm not talking about feeling. I'm talking about knowing. Do you know him? Do you know him whom your soul loves? Do you know him? Have you encountered him? Did you give him your life? Are you giving him your life? It, and Saul thought he was doing the right thing. He thought he was doing a good thing for God by persecuting the believers. You know, in the world, everyone, when they do anything, they're doing it because in their heart, in some way, they think they're doing good. Good for, They think it's a good, either a good for themselves or good for the world because it, they're in bondage. But it's only the love and the light in the kingdom of God being displayed which breaks chains. You know, Jesus didn't... Jesus came to install a church, but he came to install a kingdom. The kingdom of God. In that, in that kingdom, there is power. When, people, when you show people forgiveness, when you show people love, when you show people anything, that's a kingdom displayed. I remember I was preaching, going to preach on Halloween and Thanksgiving. There was a bunch of, you know, young young adults and they were just I set up and they were all just kind of making fun of me and trashing me and what doing whatever but I was just receiving it with love and I was laughing and you know I was just loving back firing love back to them firing back love to the kingdom of God within them and after like 30 minutes something finally broke and a couple of the younger the younger girls and they're like you know we were so we were just kind of making fun of you and this and that. But thank you for being the way you were to love for me. And I said, you know, I have not, it's Jesus. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus rose for you. Jesus wants to encounter you now. Because when we have Jesus, he gives us perfect peace. He detaches us from ourselves. He gives us a new life in the Holy Spirit. We're going to see that Paul, Saul, becomes Paul because he has a new life. He gets a new life. The Bible says the, right, the path of the righteous only grows brighter and brighter. His life becomes brighter and brighter. As we are righteous to the Lord, your path is going to grow brighter and brighter. Every day you're going to carry more and more of God's light within you. That your spirit is so lit up that it bleeds into your body. That your eyes glow with the power of God. We were watching a preacher preach on the spirit of might. That when the people in the world encountered this man of God and they were and they were not doing the right thing, they couldn't look in his eyes. They were scared because he had the spirit of might within him. He had the power of God coming off of him. And we're going to see that even though Paul was a little guy, God put the spirit of might into him. And when we receive that spirit of might and the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation and the spirits by the throne of God, these spirits of God work through us. These spirits of God empower us. These spirits of God let us enter into the supernatural kingdom of God because Paul like Father Tom, like me, like you. We are created to be supernatural beings. There's a natural world we see, and then there's a supernatural realm. And God created you to operate in the supernatural realm. When we're not operating in the realm we can see, but we're operating in the realm of the spirit, 
then as we can see with Paul, anything becomes possible. I always ask the question, why was Saul so against the way? I'll tell you why. Because the word of God says, cursed is the man who dies upon a cross. And the Christians were saying that he was the Messiah. And Saul said, the Bible says, cursed is the man who dies upon a cross, who dies upon a tree. I tell you, then Saul says, he, Jesus, became a curse so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ, the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus became a curse so that you would become the righteousness of God in Christ. That's why Paul destroyed Christians, because cursed is the man who dies upon a tree. He said, how could he be the Messiah? They're calling that he's raised from the dead. He can't be raised from the dead. He's a curse. And yet, the Shekinah glory changed him. The glory of God changed him. That light that comes from heaven changed him. Saul was experiencing heaven when he said, when he heard, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He was experiencing heaven. He fell to the ground, face to the ground. And you know what? His conversion brings about blessing to countless numbers of people and even to us to his epistles. And immediately, immediately, he began to walk in his new life. Only the devil drags up our past. Jesus forgives our past. He says, go and sin no more. Go and worry no more. Go and fear no more. When the power of God comes on us, when we receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit, that new life, we no longer need to read and try to figure out what to do because we have God within us. You have the Holy Spirit residing within you. You have the light of Christ guiding your life. Paul could hear the word of God. He knew what to do. He knew why he was created. He knew truth because only the truth sets him free. When the light of God comes into you, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Anyone who comes to me will never walk in darkness but have the light of life. That moment, that day, he became the light of the world. And that light is an eternal light. That light is timeless. Paul left time and entered into his eternity because everything he did has eternal graces. It's in the eternal realm. It surpasses his life. It's going on forever, the word of God. You know, faith comes from three things, the Bible said, being born again, hearing the word of God, and impartation. They're all important. We need to be born again to understand the word of God. But impartation, when God imparts to us his life, when God imparts to you his love, when God imparts to you his wisdom and his healing, you begin a journey, and the journey is circular, and the journey's never done until you impart to others what God has given to you. When, to you to you heal others as God healed as God healed you. God 
wants to impart to you every day a new part of himself. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to Ananias in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight Street. And at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. Now, Ananias knows about this Saul. He's the one that's arresting Christians. He's the one that's killing Christians. He's the one that they laid their cloaks at the feet of, of Saul, Stephen's cloak. And he was the one that put his thumbs down to kill Stephen. At this moment, he is praying. He has seen a vision. A man named Ananias came in and lay hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many people about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who invoke the name of Jesus. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. Wow. Remember that the word of God is to the Jew first and then to the Greek, that St. Paul always went to the synagogue first to preach Jesus. And what did he preach? Isaiah 53, Surely he has borne our wounds, carried our infirmities. By his stripes we are healed. I tell you, Saul went to the Jew first because salvation is to the Jew first and then to the Greek. Are you Jewish today? Salvation is to you first. Before me, that's what the Bible says. That's why Saul went to the synagogues to preach and to preach and to preach. And what happened to him? They threw him out. They threw him out. They cast him out. They threw him on his face. They didn't want to hear it. But you say, do you want to hear it today? Do you want to hear it today? That Christ died for your sins. That he's the Son of God. That he was crucified. That he bled for you. That he died for you. That he rose for you. Do you want to hear it? You say, well, you know, I was an altar boy when I was young. I don't care what you were. You might even be a priest who hears this word, and you've never experienced Christ. This is the time to experience Jesus Christ. He is the Lord. I remember Annette going to a priest and talking to the priest about Jesus, and he said, I'm a priest. I know about Jesus. She said, you don't know him. And you know what? He didn't know him. And what happened? He came to know Jesus experientially. What a word from God. He said, Paul is my chosen instrument to proclaim Jesus. 
You know, that's all we are. We're just instruments in the hand of God to do His will. He is the potter. We are the clay. We want to let God mold us, mold our life. We want to ask Jesus to speak through us, pray through us, love through us, put His divinity within us. So it's Jesus operating in our life through the power of the Holy Spirit. This, this day is special meaning to me. Because like that priest, I had heard about Jesus, but I had never encountered God's love, God's power. I have never, I'd never knew Jesus. I just heard about him. But when I came and I had that moment where the light of God filled me up, that was an eternal moment for me. Because in that moment, I was saved. In that moment, every part, every cell within me was changed eternally. In that moment, I realized why I was created. I came into the truth, and the truth set me free, that God loved me, that God created me for himself, that God had a plan for me, a purpose for me, that God has a plan for you, and a purpose for you. I remember one of the most impactful things is when I first heard Father Tom begin to preach, and he would say, Paul is my best friend. Because these saints are still alive with us. You know, Jesus is my savior. The saints are my best friend. Mary is my mother. Behold, woman, woman, behold your son. Behold your mother, Jesus says to John. You know, it is so good. We have, we have angels. God, the, God is our father in heaven. He's given us the Holy Spirit to be our advocate. God lets us operate in his divine will. We fuse ourselves in the divine will so that the Lord operates through us. It is so good today. It is so good today. This is such a day where there's so many graces. St. Paul today, pray for us. St. Paul, ask the Father, pray that we have the conversion that you have. And the St. Paul moment is not a one-time thing. It may, there might be one day of remembrance where you were saved, where you encountered Jesus' love for the first time, where you encountered his power. But every day, Jesus wants to encounter you in a new way. Every day, Jesus wants to do something new in your life. Every day, Jesus wants to take you deeper and deeper into his kingdom. Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before the Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name, not with diseases, with persecutions. The Jews would throw him out of the synagogues after he preached Jesus. I myself will show him how much he has suffer for my name's sake. Are you suffering for the sake of Jesus? Not sickness. Jesus did not give you sickness. He never put sickness upon you. He takes sickness from you. Are you the person that has tinnitus? Jesus did not put that tinnitus on you. He takes it from you in the name of Jesus by the power of his cross. But rejoice in so far as you share in Christ's suffering, 
that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. God lets us part, Jesus lets us participate and share in every part of his life, his glory, his sufferings, his everything in Jesus, because every every part of Jesus' divine life he shares with you, it forms our soul, and it lets our soul be formed more and more and more in the image of Christ, in the image of Christ. And you know, everything we go through, we receive eternal rewards. We just say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for whatever is happening today. And I trust in you. I know this won't be forever. Whether it's great, a higher high, or a lower low, this too shall pass. But all that remains is faith, hope, and love. And everything that happens to us, God uses to build us in faith, hope, and love as we cling to Jesus. In the hardest of times, it becomes the easiest times to cling to the Lord Jesus as his life grows deeper and deeper within you. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the way here has sent me that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not only that you would regain your sight, but you'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. St. Paul, you preach the cross like no other person. Tell the people, don't give up. Persevere. Tell the people that God has plans for them. In Jesus' name, God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. In Season and Out of Season. Oh.